My name is Jari Bolander. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ethos Podcast. On this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into the traits, values, beliefs, and skills of all sorts of entrepreneurs to learn how to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient world. Let's get started. On this episode, I take a look back at the first 10 episodes of the podcast and reflect on what I learned and why I decided to do a podcast in the first place. I've always liked to take a step back and figure out what's working, what's not, and what I plan on doing about it. First up is what inspired me. Inspiration. I really enjoy the long-form podcast medium. For me, it allows a conversation to breathe in a way that a three-minute soundbite on a network interview show just can't do and, frankly, will never do. I also appreciate the DIY nature of podcasts and how anyone can give it a shot. Of course, there are a lot of podcasts that I love to listen to, and those hosts have taught me a lot about life, love, technology, business, and mental models. The ones that are particularly influential are Very Bad Wizards, Sam Harris, 21st Century Creative, My First Million, The Knowledge Project, and StoryGrid. In particular, the StoryGrid podcast by Sean Coyne and Tim Grawl would be the main catalyst that led to me where I am today. The reason being is that without finding the StoryGrid, I never would have met Leslie, Kim, Valerie, and Anne, who I did my first podcast with. The StoryGrid Editor podcast gave me a first-hand look at how hard and fun a podcast could be. The five seasons I did with them was a masterclass in not only the mechanics of how a podcast should be done, but also a great life lesson in creativity and collaboration. I am deeply grateful for the time I spent with them. If I were to pick the main inspiration for the Entrepreneur Ethos podcast, it would be a combination of Tamler Summers and Dave Pizarro's wit, humor, and intellectual banter from Very Bad Wizards and Shane Parrish's relaxed and curious style from The Knowledge Project. If I could get half as good as them, I'd consider that a win. I'm also inspired by entrepreneurs and how they have the guts to try and change the world. Nothing gives me more joy and pleasure than to talk with someone deep in the entrepreneurial trench about how they do what they do. Entrepreneurs are my ultimate inspiration. Podcast production. I've learned a lot about what it takes to put a podcast out in the world. I have a new appreciation for anyone who takes the effort to create something, especially a podcast. One of the first lessons I learned came from a conversation with Peter Moses, who is the head of content for Blue Wire Media. This podcast is actually on the Blue Wire Media Network, since I have one of their advisors, and I figured the best way to understand how a podcasting network works is to actually do a podcast. So thanks, Kevin, Scott, and Peter for allowing me to do this experiment. Peter gave me a lot of great advice, and the one piece that stuck with me was four to one. For every hour of a finished podcast, it takes four hours to produce. At first, I thought he was pulling my leg, but over the last 10 episodes, his estimate has been pretty darn close. The reason that's important is that it takes a big commitment to do a podcast, more than a blog. If you want to be successful, you have to take the other bit of advice that both Peter and Kevin Jones, CEO of Blue Wire, told me. Be consistent. If you want a successful podcast, you have to deliver the goods consistently. What that means is at least a podcast a week, which so far I have done. One of the other things I wanted to do with the podcast was to do all the interviews in person. That plan soon got sidetracked due to COVID-19, so I had to adjust to online. 
I do want to pick up the in-person stuff when we can be less than six feet from each other. In terms of workflow, I've been experimenting a bit with that. Of course, you need a high-quality microphone. I have a Blue Yeti. And services like Zooms and Caster or Skype to record the interviews. The tools that Mark Struchesky turned me on to that have made the workflow a lot better. Those tools include Hindenburg and Euphonic. Hindenburg is a desktop tool that allows you to record your microphone and the audio feed from any of the online meeting tools. I have the pro version that allows multi-track recording. What's nice about that is that you have a backup copy of the audio and you can like record your intro right, right into the tool. Euphonic is also an online tool that cleans up and compresses all the audio. It's a great tool that makes all the levels nice in the recording and audio encoding and all that technical stuff I don't even know. The one thing in the workflow that's been a struggle is the background noise. I'm still trying to figure that out to get the best setup for my home studio and microphone gain settings and all that. I'm going to get some acoustic tiles soon and play around with positioning and setups. I think that'll always be a work in progress, so bear with me as I figure that all out. Insights from my guests. There were definitely themes that emerged from the conversations with the guests. It's hard to nail down the biggest single one, but I'd say that routine had a big part in each of their lives. Mindfulness and a physical practice seemed to be next, along with little life hacks to make decisions easier. But by far my favorite was Candace Smith and her habit of writing physical thank you notes to people who gave their time to speak with her. The best part about that is how she takes a picture of the card if she can't find their physical address. That is my new favorite thing. On top of all the tactical stuff, I'd say the biggest thing that all of them share was the generosity of their time. Time is something that is our most precious resource. All of us have the same amount of it, and unlike money, it can't be printed, nor can we earn more. So thank you, Grant, Ravi, Leslie, Mark, Marvin, Angie, Kyrie, Candace, and DJ for giving me the gift of your time, talents, and insight. It was a true pleasure to talk with each and every one of you, and I look forward to actually seeing you in person soon. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur Ethos Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did creating it. My hope is that you learned something that can make you a little bit better. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with friends and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also join my email list by visiting thedailymba.com to get my thoughts on what I'm doing to get better, as well as what I'm working on. You can also pick up my book, The Entrepreneur Ethos, if you want to learn the traits, values, and beliefs that I think we need to build a more ethical, inclusive, and resilient entrepreneur, and frankly, world community. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at The Daily MBA and let me know if you have any questions or recommendations for a guest that you'd like me to talk to. Also, drop me a note if you try anything we talked about in this or any other episode. I'd love to hear what's working for you. Until next time, keep getting better.